The Gemara for Daf and then Aleph, Amin Aleph. The Gemara says, Asara Dvarim Nemabukaisal Bracha, that you need ten things for a Kaisal Bracha. It needs Hadacha and Shtifa, Chai, Malay, Itur, Ituf, Nightly Vishteyadav, Nicely Livin, Umagviyam in a Kakatefach, Vinos in Ain of Bow. And then some say also to be Meshagir, Bimatan Alan Shebe. So what do these things mean? What do these things mean? So Adacha means you have to rinse the cup from the inside. Shtifa means to rinse it from the outside. Now Taisa says that that's obviously when the cup is dirty. If the cup is clean, you rinsed it out last time you used it, then there's no need to do this. And that's what the Shulchan Achpaskins, it's I think that many people are machmir and they always rinse the cup out. Could be a slight plug or could be there's some Indian in that. The Mishnah Brewer also says that if a person doesn't have water, he can wipe it out clean with the with a rag, with a, a towel. Then there's Chai. So in our Gemara, or in the Rishayim's Gemara, the gear says Chai Ad Birkasaretz, meaning that uh, the Gemara is coming to be miyash of a question. Because before in Afnunim at base, it says that uh, the Machlek is what Baruch you make, Bechlal and Yain Chai and undiluted wine. And even the Chachamim who hold that you could make a Bar Piyagafen, but for Kaisal Bracha, you need Yain Mazuk. So this is a steer to that. It says Chai, and the Gemara says there that it needs to be Mazuk. So that's what the Gemara is saying, Chai Ad Birkasaretz, meaning the Riff explains that the Yain should be Chai undiluted only until Birkasaretz. When you reach Birkasaretz, then you dilute the wine. Rabbi Nutam says you diluted already at the beginning, but not all the way, not completely diluted, and therefore it's still called Chai. And when you get to Birkas Aretz, you add in some more water. What's the idea of waiting until Birkas Aretz? So the Mepharshim explained, it says if to show the Shevach of Eretz Yisrael, that the wine of Eretz Yisrael is so strong it needs to be diluted, or the Ikr Maila of the wine is when it's diluted. So we wait until Birkas Aretz, when we're Meshavach Hashem for the Aretz, and then we dilute the wine. Rashi says you put it into the cup. Chai, um, you put it into the cup undiluted, meaning you don't dilute it somewhere else and then pour it in already made. Rather, you pour it chai into the cup and then you dilute it, then you're moizig it. Or, Rashi says another shot altogether that you bring it fresh for Kiddush. In other words, you take it out of the barrel for Kiddush. So, our wine is not really so strong like it used to be and it doesn't really require uh, diluting. There's no mazik on our wine. Nonetheless, Beisesa says that there is a minhag to be moizig a little bit, to add in a little bit of water, Birkasaretz, like uh, the Shad of the Rift from Inutam, and it's Alpi Kabbalah, he says, and that's what the Shulchan Aruch brings in Kufi Gimel and Sif Beis, that you should be moizig when you reach Birkasaretz. But the Ramah says that we're not noyeg to do this, we're not choshish for these perushim, because after all, our wine doesn't need moziga, but the Ramah does say that we should be choshish for Rashi's Pshat. Rashi's Pshat, that you should bring it fresh. The Magnav Ram says, you know, in the olden days, you'd go to the store and buy wine, so they take the wine out of the barrel, that's what you should do, you should look at go. As some of the Kiddush or you know the Kaisal Bracha, whatever it is, it's possible, and get your uh, your Kaisal Bracha. And uh, and uh, the Mr. says that it's Lav Davka Achavis, Lav Davka from the barrel. Who are the when you bring it from a bottle, you pour it into the cup, that's also a kim of the Salacha. So that means you shouldn't take, if you happen to have a, a cup filled with wine in your refrigerator, even if it's covered over and there's no other issues, but it's not considered chai. Chai means you you poured it from the bottle into the cup for Kiddush, right before Kiddush. Now, Taisvah says, Aninamit Beis, that chai means, another shot, that chai means that the cup is shalim. The cup itself is intact. The cup doesn't have any pagamin. And the Shulchan brings this halach as well in Simen Kuf Pe Gimel, 
in Siv Gimel, that there shouldn't be any pagam, any chips, anything missing, not only from the top of the kli, even from the base, there shouldn't be any cracks. So Mishabura says this is Lechatchila, that's also the Rosh Hashanah Shulchan Aruch, it's not Likuva, but in other words, you should find a cup that's perfect. But um, if there's a hole in the bottom where actually wine is leaking out, or even on the side, so that the, cl- the cup couldn't hold the Raviyah, so that's possibly from Midiyah, but it's not considered a Kli. Also, if it has a Pagam on the bottom on the base, which is so bad that the Kli actually can't stand, so that's a big Tarachin, it's a Machleik HaSachon, and the Misharetzin is Mistabrik, if you could even use that Bechlal. Um, Alright, then is the Din of Malay. What is Mali? The tour says that Mali means the cup should be full to the top. I'll call Gudaisim. And it sounds like it's mamish full to the top. And it sounds like you're going to have uh, it spilling over. That's just the nature of what happens when you split, when you fill it up to the top. But there are others that say that you shouldn't spill it up all the way to the top. There's no need to spill it. And, uh, and the Mishnah brings both of these dais. And, and some people have the minute to fill it right up to the top. It usually spills. And others have a minute to fill it up a little bit below the top. As long as it's, you know, full, what we consider full. Then there's Eter. So Eter, the Gemara explains, either means that um, you surround yourself with Talmidim, maybe with family, or you surround the Kais of Kiddush with other cups. Then there's Etuf. What's Etuf? Beisheshe says, it kind of means that you're, uh, this, this is your Kippah. This is your Amaka. It's Mavur that, um, that it's something else. Every Bracha, you need to have a Kippah. You can't make a Bracha with Gilirash. It means Etuf, like the Gemara explains, Either like putting a talus over your head or uh, or a special hat, like the hat that you wear on top of your yarmulke. So today, ituf would be to put on a hat. Some say even a jacket, which uh, you know, which goes together with the hat. That's also considered to be ituf, but the yikur is on the hat. Uh, then it says to be night lumish to take it in both hands. The gemara makes a pasuk, like it says kois yeshuais esa, and then it says to put it into your right hand. You hold it in your right hand when you're making a bracha. We always do that. We're always maxik in our yimin. And the Gemara says that you're not allowed to be misayaya bismal. So what does it mean? The Shabbat it says, it means you're not allowed to, with your left hand, support the cup. You hold the cup only with your right hand. But if you put your left hand underneath your right hand, you're supporting your right hand, that's okay. That's what the Gemara is. You're allowed to put your left hand underneath your right hand, just not to hold the cup with it. But the Magen Ram is chaylek, and the Magen Ram says that the Mashmalos of the Gemara is that you shouldn't even support your right hand with your left hand. So if a person uh, doesn't need to, he shouldn't do that. Then it says to be magbiyah in a karka tefach, like it says kois Yeshua isasa. So now that everyone says is when you're sitting on the ground, if you're sitting over a table, so you're going to be magbiyah in a chokha tefach. You have to raise the kaisel bracha up a tefach from the table. Not everyone's so careful about this. It has to be a tefach above the table. And then it says, nice and ainable, you look at it, you focus your eyes on the coast, that you shouldn't be misyachdas, so you shouldn't dis- be distracted, you keep your eyes focused on the cup. And then some say that we to send it to your wife, that she should be uh, misbarech, when you drink the kaisel bracha, she's misbarech. And the Gemara, that even if she didn't eat with them, you should still send her the kaisel bracha. So these are the asaras of Aryam that are never kaisel bracha. But then the Gemara brings up and said, We only have four things. Only Shtifa and Hadacha and Chai and Malay. They were trying to give a simon, Chamisha. Chai and Malay and Shtifa and Hadacha. And Taka the Rambam only mentions four like Rabbi Yechanan. But Taisa says that even Rabbi Yechanan who said four wasn't coming to exclude all the other ones. Because we find later on Rabbi Yechanan himself was discussing whether the, the small could be Masayal Yamin. 
And the Torah says that it's also Mistaver, that Rabbi Yechon would agree that you need to take it with two hands and put it into your right hand and to raise it up a tefach, because these things are, are based on Sukkim and Yadimin. We always use Yadimin. So also to look at it, so you shouldn't be a Siachdas, it's a Svara. So basically, Rabbi Yechon is really only arguing about Itur and Ituf. Those are the only two things that you would say you don't really need. Now, Taisha says, even though we find Rabbi Yechon was Mekel and Itur and Ituf, and the lesson the Gemara we find there of Papa and Avasi were Machmer and Ituf. They were not to do Ituf. So therefore we should be Machmer to do Ituf. So the only thing that we really won't do is Itur. And that's Taka why we find all these things are brought in Shulchanach and Kuf except for Itur. And I think there are, there are Machmer to do some sort of uh, Itur as well.